the thing with the quarantine at the moment is people, and this is not just mothers, I think everyone feels that they suddenly need to be really productive and learn how to cook and maybe pick up a new language or read a book in this time. And, and it's just, it's insane because, okay, fine, maybe you can do all these things, but to put that extra pressure on yourself, you don't have to suddenly be the super productive person. And I think for mothers especially, productivity doesn't, doesn't need to always look like you've actually done stuff. Sometimes it's just literally surviving the day. Hi everyone, I'm Lisa Desai in London. And I'm Yasmina Hadim in Spain. And this is episode three, The Mom Experience. Most of my friends are working moms and dads with babies and toddlers, and I think the confinement has been especially hard on them. We talked about the mom slash child balance with an expert, Serene Shala, who is the mom of two-year-old Sienna. She's also an early childhood development expert and the founder of The Baby Scoop, which you can find on Instagram. For anyone, no matter the background um, or line of work that you're in, or even just stay-at-home moms, I think it's it's extremely difficult. And we weren't; no one was meant to do every single job at the same time. It's just it just wasn't supposed to happen. Before the lockdown, I was worried that our two-year-old son Noah wasn't speaking much. Now that he's surrounded by grown-ups all day, he talks non-stop in English and Italian. He tells us when he sees a plane, when his hands are dirty, what sound a monkey makes. He even says good morning to all the houseplants. Armed with dozens and dozens of new words, we've watched his personality, his sense of wonder at the world emerge. If it wasn't for lockdown, I would have missed a lot of this. One of my best friends has a very demanding job at a multinational in Dubai. She told me that as much as she's exhausted, she also loves that in between work calls, she can play with her three-year-old daughter. They do a puzzle together or sing a song. Because my work involves my child, it's a little bit easier for me, but I totally sympathize with the mothers who now have their child to look after and work that, that they can't interlink their child with. I mean, my husband's working from home, but he's basically in the room with the door shut on calls all day. So I spend most of my time trying to drag her away from the door, you know, where she's about to go in and interrupt a phone call. Serene is sitting back with her coffee in hand. Her two-year-old is napping, which is why she managed to talk to us now. Incidentally, Lisa's two-year-old is also napping. It's my only break of the day. My coffee's already lukewarm. Oh, Lisa's on her coffee break too. Okay, cool. Every day, Serene shares new activities that parents can do with their kids. Usually with props you can easily gather from around the house. Like making a game of bowling with a series of toilet paper rolls. Don't go too far. Yeah, there you go. You have to aim. Look where they are and throw it. Yeah! I used to do sort of these elaborate um, activities that have a ton of props, but 
I, I've really had to strip it down to the basics and like it really can just be an egg carton and a few cotton cotton buds and they can spend ages like trying to poke them in, trying to do some color coordination. I mean, a lot of the activities that I'm now putting out there are designed for parents who A, don't have time to sit and like prepare this whole elaborate activity, B, who don't have the resources and who maybe can't you know, order anything or who don't particularly want to spend any money at the moment. And children, children don't need fancy toys. You know, a lot of the time we buy our kids these really nice toys and they're more interested in playing with the cardboard box that the toy came in, you know, because it's open-ended and they can decorate it and they can make it into whatever they want to make it into. I was laughing because my, my husband thinks I'm really cheap because I never buy toys and I was like, <laughs> play with the empty bottle water bottles and toilet roll and I think my exactly whole I'm cheap, but I'm not I'm resourceful <laughs> exactly <laughs> on Serene's Instagram account you can see a video of her daughter painting on the window and then cleaning it up the key here is to make the cleaning part of the game learning is everywhere and children are constantly learning throughout the day all the time if we remember that and we try and and remind ourselves of that, then we won't put so much pressure on ourselves to continuously teach them. Um, you, you might think that, oh, because you got the numbers out or you got the letters out, that means you've taught your child for the day. You know, but it, it's actually not the case. A lot of the time, they will just learn from okay. the everyday skills that you provide them with. And so, for example, um, children love to help out. They really do. So letting them unload the dishwasher is an amazing game for them. It's, it takes a while, um, especially depending on their age and their ability. Let them help prepare the meal for lunch. Let them cut up their own snack. Let them set the table. Let them clear the table. Um, you know, they can hoover a little bit around the house. They can sweep. They can wash the windows, which is a great game. Also, I think it's a really nice time now for parents to do the things that we always say that we just don't have the time to do with our kids. We just want to get out of the house really quickly and we're in a hurry and we just don't have time to wait, you know, an additional however many minutes it takes them to slip their socks on or tie their shoelaces. But now is a really good time to go back to those basics and, and use those as, as your activities for the day. Okay, you can close them now. Okay, one. There can be so much pressure on parents to do a lot with their kids, especially when they start scrolling through Instagram. I think social media, although can be a really great tool for a lot of things, like a lot of inspiration and a lot of feeling connected to other moms, I think a lot of the time it makes you feel extremely insecure and it makes you feel like you're not doing all the things that you should be doing with your children and even even though my account very much tries to inspire parents to do um, activities with their kids and keep them busy, I really, really believe every parent should just do what they need to do. And if, and you don't have to do all these things is, is the point. If you have the time and you want to do it, great. These are some things you can do to keep your kids busy and to have a little bit of time to yourself, to have a, a coffee or, you know, just, just a step away from, being with them all the time. What's a good way to find the balance um, 
of taking care of your child, but also taking care of yourself. Children really thrive on having a routine. And I'm not talking about, you know, hour by hour set schedule, because we're in, we're in a time now where things are not how they normally are. So everyone's out of their normal routine. And I think trying to have a bit of structure to the day really, really helps. For my kid, I mean, her concentration span isn't, it's not huge. So, you know, five to 10 minutes on an activity and then we still got many hours of the day to get through. Um, I think arts is really helpful for that. So putting, setting up painting, um, things that are quite creative where they can just take, take the lead and um, go with it. Those are really great. You know, sometimes it's just her washing the windows. Um, you know, she paints them and then she washes them. And honestly, that takes like an hour of the day and she loves it and it's great. And I don't have to be on top of her, you know, while she's doing it. So I think it's, it's about knowing your kid and, and knowing what they would be interested in doing and then just setting it up for them. And I think that's the only way to really get through managing both. So you have to sort of set something up and then be able to take a bit of a step back while they do it so that you can get on with the things that you need to do. Serene says you should really try and take a walk outside every day if you can to get some fresh air. And if you have an especially active kid like mine, you can find some physical activity videos oh, on YouTube let's go, let's go, or Instagram. Let's go, let's go. 35 seconds. So we're going to run as quick as we can. We're going to go nice and quick. Then we rest and we do our second exercise, which is going to be star jumps. Good. Come on, Betsy. High five. Jumping up Good. and down, star High jumps. Uh, running around, I mean, those sorts of games. If you have a younger child who wouldn't necessarily follow those instructions, um, you could set up like um, a fun little obstacle course in the house, um, put like chairs out and they can climb over the chairs or under the chairs, you know, through the tables. Um, you can, I mean, you, you have to be a bit creative with the things that you have at home, but. I think just keeping them moving really as much as possible. Serene says it's also a great opportunity to teach your children about boredom. Boredom is actually a very good thing for children to experience. It's a time for them to really become creative and to think for themselves and think outside of the box a little bit. So don't worry if your child is complaining about being bored um, because developmentally it's actually a very good thing for them. So. My suggestion would be to create a list together um, of all the different things that they can do when the TV is off and the screens are put away. Activities that they can carry out on their own um, whenever they feel bored. And put that list up, up on the fridge or on the wall somewhere. Basically, any time that they come and complain to you that they're bored, just you know, suggest one of the activities on the list or have them choose one. I love it, Mama. You love it? I love it, Mama. What do you love about it? Bubbles, Mama. Bubbles, Mama. Bubbles, Mama. You love the bubbles? In our next episode, we learn about a completely different mom experience, having a baby during the pandemic. Um, they got the baby out, 
uh, they, sh- they, they lowered the screen at that point, they showed me the baby and that was total happiness, you know, to see my baby and see that she was alive and that she was well. Um, that's the best feeling I, I, I can describe, it's just absolute happiness. Paloma delivered her baby girl just over three weeks ago. She'll tell us her story, from her phobia of giving birth and her canceled C-section to her worst nightmare delivery and the happiness in meeting her baby Elisenda. To help us tell the human experience, subscribe now wherever you're listening and tap your screen to rate us and leave a review so we know how we're doing. This episode was reported and produced by my co-host, Yasmina Hatem, and me, Lisa Desai. Thanks for listening. And wherever you are, stay safe. <laughs>